Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Secluded Thoughts. I am your host, Sensi, and on this podcast, we talk about what you can do to take accountability of your life in order to become the best version of yourself. And on this episode, we're going to be talking about something that... I don't even know how to describe it, honestly. It's something that a lot of people struggle with. It's something that I have struggled with my entire life, and I still struggle with it. And I I feel like it's something, even if you feel like you have your life together at one point, sometimes you might feel like, I don't know, maybe like you need to rebrand or something, or you want to start over because you're not necessarily happy with what you're doing and basically we're going to be talking about not knowing what you want to do with your life and why it's actually okay to not necessarily have your life together at this point in time now personally let me just say this i have always like envied Those people who just knew what they wanted to do with their lives, like ever since they were children. Like I remember going to school with people and they would be like 12 or 15 or whatever. And they would literally tell you exactly what they wanted to do with their lives. Now, based on my observation, a lot of that has changed. Like some people, especially myself, like I wanted to be uh what's it called i wanted to be an investment banker when i was i think 14 and the reason i wanted to do that i just wanted to make a lot of money honestly i literally googled highest paying jobs in whatever year it was and i think that came up as number one so i was like okay i'm going to be an investment banker but i later decided against that but i was set on it for a while It was between an investment banker and an accountant. But some people just always knew what they wanted to do with their lives ever since they were like pre-teen or early teens. And somehow they still managed to follow through with that and they're currently pursuing that or living that right now. And that's something that has always baffled me because I just felt like I have never known what I wanted to do with my life. And I feel like in school, there is so much pressure to know, like as soon as like, especially college. I remember when I was applying for college, like in the application process, you literally have to say what your major is. Like they expect you to know at 18 what you want to do with the rest of your life. And you haven't even lived life yet. In my case, I chose accounting and I explained why I chose accounting in one of my earlier episodes. I think it was the one about um, a victim mentality. Yeah, it was that one. But I explained why I wanted to be an accountant. And I remember choosing it. And it was crazy because I had no real world experience about what accountants do or anything like that. But at 18, I was supposed to declare that that's what I wanted to study. 
And that's what I wanted to do with the rest of my life. And to the people who always knew and you still know and you're still on that path, congratulations. I I cannot relate. (laughs) I cannot relate. And I know there's a lot of people who cannot relate. And this is exactly who this episode is for. Just not knowing what you want to do with your life, not having it all figured out and why that's still okay. So I feel like in order to figure out what you want to do with your life or what you like to do, you really have to have a certain level of self-awareness. You have to know yourself, right? So like simple questions, you need to know the answers to like, what do you like to do? What kind of life do you want to live in the next three, five or 10 plus years? Like, how do you see yourself living your life? What do you see yourself doing? The way I think of it and the way I'm approaching it right now is you have to think of what your ideal life is going to be like, what kind of life you want to live, and then you have to work backwards. You always have to start with the end in mind. And that's something that I learned that literally, literally has changed the way I do everything. You have to start with the end in mind. Think of what you want and then work backwards. For example, right? If you want to, say, retire when you are 30 years old, right? I am 24, for example. So if I want to retire in the next six years, then I need to be doing something right to be making a lot of money to live that life that I want so that I can achieve that in the next six years. Versus me just taking life one day at a time, right? Like if I just do that and I don't really think of what it is I want to achieve and I just wake up every day and I do what's in front of me and I react to what was thrown my way, then I'm going to wake up in six years and probably be doing the same thing that I'm doing right now and I will still be very unfulfilled. And I would be very unfulfilled because I wouldn't be close to that goal or thing or ideal life that I would have wanted to be living at that point in time. So that's why you have to work backwards. And in order to do that, you need to know what kind of life you want to live. I'm speaking in vague terms because, like I said, some people just genuinely don't know what they want to do with their lives. I am one of those people. Truth be told. So let me just tell you what I've been doing, right? So we're talking about what you like to do, et cetera, et cetera. So basically, I realized that when I was younger, I realized that I was a numbers person and I like working with numbers. I like logical. I like analytical things. I like things that make me think outside the box, you know, critical thinking, stuff like that. Like I'm a very analytical person. So I chose accounting because I felt like that aligned with what I liked to do. It aligned with the logical side of me. So career-wise, I work in finance. It's not the same as accounting, but nevertheless, it still requires me to use those skills and do those things that I like to do. It appeals to the logical side of me. Now, obviously, you're listening to a podcast, which has nothing to do with logic. It has nothing to do with the logical side of me. It has everything to do with the creative side of me and the side of me that wants to be an entrepreneur. So basically, I am not putting myself in one box just because I'm not sure what I want to do. 
Like basically, as long as I have an idea to do something and it nags at me for a while, eventually I will do it. Like I have to do it. I have to get out of the way because I have to say that I did this and it either worked or it served its purpose. It was for a season and it's done or it was successful and this is what I got out of it. But at the end of the day, my ultimate goal, my personal philosophy to myself is that I will not live with regrets. So if I want to try A, B, and C, I'm going to try A, B, and C. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. If it works, great. But I will explore every avenue that I feel like exploring. I will not put myself in a box and I will not hold myself back. And in doing that, I've had a lot of great experiences. And I feel like because I have the perspective that it's all working for me and it's meant to teach me something, even if it doesn't work out long term. I feel like I have benefited from every experience. And at the very least, I can check some of those things off of my list. Like, for example, if you've been listening for a while, you know that I had a blog in college and it was successful. You know, I made money from the blog. I helped a lot of students. And then I realized I didn't want to blog anymore. So I sold a blog and now I started a podcast. So I got the blogging thing out of the way. And I feel fulfilled because I have checked that box. And even if it didn't, you know, replace my nine to five income, I still learned a lot from it that I'm applying in the podcasting world. And I can say that, okay, that's not for me. And I know this because of my experience. So ultimately, you should figure out what different kind of things you like to do. And let me just say this. I am obviously an entrepreneur at heart, so a lot of the things I talk about will be around starting different businesses, but I just want to point out that you don't necessarily have to start a business, you don't necessarily have to turn every hobby into a business, because at the end of the day, that just puts a lot of pressure on you, and it's not, it kind of takes the fun out of things, because now you have to treat it as a business, and there's a lot of different steps and moving pieces involved when you turn a hobby into a business. So I'm not necessarily saying that you have to turn your hobby into a business or you have to start a business at all because that may not be what you want. But even if you want to start a hobby, you might not think that that's something you can make a career out of, but you never know. Honestly, like you never know until you try it where it will take you. Like it might just end up Like it might just make you meet somebody who you'll develop a relationship with and that could lead you to your next opportunity and that could like take you down a completely different path than what you were headed down because of you being exposed to different things now. So you never know, but the point is you should be aware of what are the things you like to do, what things you want to explore, what kind of life you want to live. And even if you don't know how, My thing is get rid of the how, right? Just focus on developing a sense of self-awareness where you can be in tune with what are your likes, what are your dislikes, what do you like to do, what sports, hobbies, activities, or anything on the side do you want to pick up? And I'm saying it like that instead of going to LinkedIn or Indeed to look for a job per se, because I feel like... The old way of figuring out what you want to do with your life and having like a 
job is like it's just it's not it's kind of outdated now like people my age and younger like we're not really interested in stuff like that honestly like we don't typically go that traditional route so that's why i'm saying you honestly never know especially with social media you should just take yourself out of the box that you are in make a list of all of the things you want to try and then start putting those things in motion and then you will be surprised where it takes you. And all of this also ties into the main thing I want to touch on today. And that is to focus on the journey and not the destination. I literally framed a quote in my apartment on my bedroom door so I can look at this every day to be reminded. And this is what the quote says. Success is a journey, not a destination. The doing is often more important than the outcome. And it's by Arthur Ashe. Y'all, honestly, I would say I wish someone told me this sooner, but I would be lying if I said that I would have been applying it had I heard it sooner, because at the end of the day, it's still something I struggle to apply even now. Like, Success and your life in general is not about the destination. It's about the journey. It's about what you do along the way and who you become along the way because of the experiences that you have along the way. And we all have different experiences because we're all meant to be different. And I won't give you another sermon on this because I already talked about this in episode 11 and 12 on why your pain is necessary and why you should stop being so hard on yourself because it's all part of your journey. Like think back to some of the past experiences you've had, whether it was painful or actually no, typically it's usually the painful situations that teach you the biggest lessons. In the middle of it, it's always hard to go through. It's always, you know, like a tough thing to stomach. But in the end, you always learn the most from those painful situations. They have all prepared you to become who you are at this point in time. And it's not necessarily the painful experiences in your life either. Like um, different things you have tried and quote unquote failed at. These are all things that pretty much prepared you to become who you are at this point in time because you needed to be who you need to be ultimately right? Like, let me give you an example of a non-painful experience in my life. And this example is centered around my career, you know, like since we're talking about not knowing what you want to do with your life. So when I was like 12 years old, I taught myself how to do graphic designing, right? Because I used to play this um, dress-up game online. It was called Doll War and they had a forum. And if you made graphics for people for their signature, They would pay you in like doll clothes on the website that you had to spend real money on to get. And my mother wasn't about to give me her card to get doll clothes. So I had to be a little creative. So I created um, a shop online where people could request graphics for me. And I started doing it with paint. And obviously everybody knows paint was fun back then, but it was trash for creating like, you know, actual graphics. So I taught myself how to use PaintShop Pro and GIMP and a little bit of Photoshop. But Photoshop wasn't free, so I didn't stick with that. But the point is, at that point in my life, when I was like 12 years old, I think it was like from 12 to 14 years old, 
I was sold on being a graphic designer, right? That's what I thought I was going to do with my life because I liked creating graphics. Now that was short-lived because I just stopped enjoying it, to be honest. Like it took me hours to design graphics and I felt like I just didn't want to do that anymore. So I started doing web design instead, right? I started creating different websites. I had no purpose for it. I just liked creating the website. I never added any content to it. I just like setting up different websites and being creative on the back end. I never added any content to the websites. I just like editing the themes and the HTML codes and, you know, all that sorts of stuff. And I thought, okay, I'm going to design websites. I'm going to be a web designer. Spoiler alert, that was not the case. Then I graduated from that and I started doing blogs instead, where instead of just designing the websites, I actually started adding content to the blogs. Now, my very first website is still up. It's private because it's embarrassing, but I kept it up just so I can go back and laugh at myself to keep myself humble because I was like 12, 12 or 13 Actually, no, I was maybe maybe 14 at the time. And I wrote like the most embarrassing blog post ever. Like I wrote about a crush. I wrote about just, 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 I just, let's, let's not even get into that. Right. It's, it's just embarrassing. It's a mess. I think I made a post about Justin Bieber and Chris Brown. You know, let me not. So I initially started off in the struggle world in blogging before I actually created the college blog that I turned into a business and then I successfully sold later on. But the funny thing is when I had the blog, I initially thought that that was going to replace my job And essentially, that's what I was going to do. Like I was going to run the website. It was going to make a lot of money. And then it was just up from there. Clearly, that did not work out, right? Like it it, it was successful. It served its purpose, right? You know, I made a profit from it and I was able to help a lot of people from it. But in the end, I just did not feel aligned with blogging. And so I sold it. Now, obviously, I have a podcast, right? You're listening to it. And I have big goals for the podcast. I'm not even going to lie to you. Like, I have big goals for the podcast. I have plans. You know, I'm working on a team. I'm growing my team on the back end to help me with it. So I'm taking it seriously because that's what I genuinely like to do. And I feel like what I'm doing on the podcast in terms of the things that I talk about and the goal of the podcast, I feel like it aligns with who I am more, but I am not going to completely limit myself to the podcast and put myself in that box because at the end of the day, like I just said from all of my past experiences, if it's something that's meant to be for a season, then so be it. I hope I can add value to your life in the meantime, but I don't think it will, but at the end of the day, I am not holding on to it so strongly that if something happened, I would be devastated, you know? Like, I'm just focusing on what value I can add to your life specifically while I have the podcast. And if it's something that ends up growing with me and, you know, I fulfill all of those goals that I have, then great. If it's not, then, you know, it'll be on to the next thing. But, 
I am just, you know, forcing myself to step outside of my comfort zone with this one because it requires me to put myself out there. And if you know me personally, it's a struggle. Like, I don't even post on Instagram. Like, I do not engage on social media. I don't do anything. So for me to have a whole podcast, it's like literally mind-blowing to me. But with all of that in mind, you can actually see how the process of me not limiting myself and not keeping myself inside of a box and pursuing all of these endeavors is actually forcing me to step outside of my comfort zone and grow as a person to pursue these different things. And that is what life and success is all about. It's about the journey. It's about who you become in the process of working towards something. It's not about the destination. I have acquired a lot of skills in the online world from all of the things that I have tried to create thus far that didn't work out. Like I initially started off with graphic designing, so I was able to create all of the graphics for all of my websites, my blogs, my podcasts, etc. So because I started off with graphic design, I was able to transfer those skills into the websites when I was building the websites. Then I was able to transfer my graphic design and my website building skills into my blog. And then I was able to transfer all of those skills into my podcast. Like you see what I'm saying? Even though these things didn't work out in the past, they all served as building blocks to get me to the point where I am right now. It's about the journey, not the destination. All of these experiences gave me an advantage in the current chapter of my life. And pursuing all of it makes me feel full because I can cross all of those things off of my list and I'm not living with any regrets because I'm stepping outside of my comfort zone And I am truly testing my limits. I am pushing myself to see exactly what I can do. Like that's what fuels me. I want to see what the best version of me looks like. I I want to see how many boundaries I can defy, you know? Even if things don't work out, it's like I can still look back and say I did that. And I was afraid of doing this and I did it. And even if it didn't work out, it helped me in the current chapter of my life. So that's, that's, I feel like that's how, I feel like that's how you need to look at things. It's not about the destination. It's about all the experiences you have on the journey to that destination. Because your next endeavor for your side hustle or your hobby or business might just not work out. It might just be a stepping stone in your journey to become whoever you need to be and give you what you need to get to that point. And if you welcome it as a lesson and you're open to learning the lesson and being thankful for the experience despite it not working out versus looking at it like you failed, then you will be better off than a lot of other people and you will also get to whatever it is you need to do a lot faster if you just say, okay, I'm grateful for the experience. This was meant to teach me something. You know, I may not know what it is right now, but I'm grateful that I crossed this off the list and now I know it doesn't work, you know, or whatever it is you need to tell yourself. As long as you have an optimistic attitude and you don't look at it like you failed, but instead you learned something, you will always benefit from the experience. It will never feel like you failed if you just focus on the lesson that you're meant to learn instead of the fact that things didn't work out the way you planned it. 
And y'all, another thing that I have realized about changing your life or basically like if you have a goal you want to accomplish, this is the ultimate cheat code, right? You need to create systems so that you can automate whatever it is you need to do in order to achieve that goal. And don't worry, episode 14 next week is going to be all about doing this. So don't worry. But literally, if you want to accomplish a goal or something, if you create systems and you like schedule time for doing different tasks that would lead to that goal, you will automatically achieve it. Like the results will just take care of itself. And depending on what the goal is in the process of you doing those systems, your skills will naturally improve. So let me give you an example so it makes more sense. So let's take my podcast, for example, because that's the easiest thing I can think of. I publish episodes every Sunday. So in order for me to do that, right, publishing one episode per week on Sunday is the goal. In order for me to do that, I had to create a system where on Mondays I would plan out the episodes, Tuesdays I would record it, Wednesdays edit, and then schedule and then there's like a bunch of stuff I have to do in the background to like advertise it but I'm not going to talk about that but the point is I had to create a system which is essentially a schedule of what tasks I'm going to do in order for me to achieve that goal every week of having a new episode out because in reality if I just told myself okay I want to have a new episode every week and I just left it up to chance or I left it up to me doing things whenever I felt like doing it, y'all, I'll probably have like maybe two episodes within the span of two months. Like you just have to be honest with yourself sometimes. Like if you leave things up to chance and you leave things up to when you feel like it, you're not going to get anything done. You need to focus on creating a system that will help you be consistent in order to achieve whatever goal it is you want to have. And those goals I'm talking about are obviously things that would be catered to whatever it is you want to do in your career or whatever hobbies you want to have, etc. You know, if you want to start a podcast or a YouTube channel or whatever it is you want to do, you need to come up with a system that is going to help you be consistent and hold you accountable for whatever goals or milestones you have in order to achieve the career that you want. And this also goes for personal development as well. So if you want to practice or if you want to develop a new skill, there are different things that you can do throughout the week. It doesn't have to be every single day. It could be once a week that will hold you accountable and get you into the habit of developing a skill in order to accomplish a goal or do something that will help you improve your life. So that's just a little hack I wanted to throw in, right? So if, you want, if you're thinking about starting something on the side, starting a hobby, starting your own business, systems is the way to go, y'all, literally. And Atomic Habits, the book, like I talk about this a lot and I feel like if you haven't gotten the book yet, what are you doing? Because there's a reason why I mention this book a lot. If you haven't read Atomic Habits, just click the link in my show notes. You need to get it. You need to read it. It will change your life. I promise you. But yeah, I just wanted to throw in that little hack, that little life hack to help you um, accomplish your goals or help with personal development or whatever it is that you want to do. 
So the last thing I want to do is just remind you that you are in control of your life. One of my favorite quotes by Alice Walker is, the most common way people give up their power is by thinking they don't have any. You have the power to choose what you want to do or what you want to pursue. Most times what we do is we just let fear hold us back. But you actually have the power to choose what you want to do. And the reason I say this is because, like myself, a lot of people have, you know, like typical nine to fives. And that may not be something you want to do all of your life, right? I feel like the more I talk to people in my age range and younger, it's like we are breaking out of that whole nine to five mold. Like it's just, it's not realistic for us and for some people depending on what you want to do like if you want to be a medical professional or a lawyer or something then you know you might have to go to school and you might have to go down that specified career path but it's not something that a lot of people want to pursue it's if it's for you it's for you but it's not for a lot of people and I feel like because the nine to five in the corporate world and working for other people has been the norm for so long when you try to break out of it and do something creative like start a podcast or a youtube channel or a tiktok or be an instagram influencer you know things that people are doing where they created careers based on social media and they're doing it full time when you try to do things like that now like People, especially older people, they shoot it down or, you know, they give their unwanted, unsolicited opinion because it's not realistic to them. They can't relate to it. But people in my age range and younger, it's like it's so appealing to us, you know, like you can do so many different things online. And even if you want to work in corporate, even if you like your job, you can still do these things on the side. Like I have a nine to five job and I have a podcast on the side. So it's definitely possible, but I feel like a lot of us tend to feed into all of that brainwash and feel like you don't have any control and you can't make a decision to do something creative versus do something that society deems as acceptable. And that's simply not true. You can take the plunge and you can do that. Your path might be different from the next person. Like a lot of people stay at their nine to fives and then they work, they build their business on the side, you know, like I'm doing. You might want to just, you know, jump in and be all in and quit your job and do that. And, you know, it's if that's what you want to do, then that's what you want to do. I'm not giving my opinion on whether or not I feel like that's smart because I feel like we all have different lives to live. We ha- we all have different paths and it's not up to me or anybody to comment on what other people choose to do with their life. But I just want to remind you that it is within your power to choose to do whatever it is that you want to do. Don't give up your power and don't convince yourself that you have to do something because it's deemed more acceptable. And if you don't necessarily know what you want to do, but you're a more creative person and you're just not sure, then I'm going to challenge you to step outside of your comfort zone and just do something. Like if you have an idea to, I don't know, start a TikTok or something, people get paid on TikTok. I didn't even know that. People actually get paid to post TikToks. Like literally, you can make money from posting TikToks. So what I'm saying is like, if you want to do something creative or 
It doesn't even have to be creative. If you want to do something outside of the box, outside of a typical nine to five, or maybe within a nine to five, but it's it requires you to switch or do something that other people don't agree with. I am challenging you to step outside of your comfort zone and just take the plunge. Even if you don't know what you want to do, the thing is you have to dis- you have to try new things in order to discover what it is you like and what you don't like. If you just confine all of those ideas to your mind and you never actually do it, then you will live with regrets. You will be very unfulfilled because you would have never tried to do the different things that you wanted to do. And that's not fair to you. That's not fair to you because nobody else has to wake up every day and live your life and walk in your shoes and feel what you feel. You are the only one that experienced that. So you have an important decision to make. You have to decide whether or not You are going to let other people's opinions dictate your life and keep you in that box and keep you confined to societal expectations. Or if you're going to just go out and live your life and do whatever it is that you want to do so that you can make yourself happy. I'm challenging you to do that. And don't let your fear hold you back because here's the thing. I'm sure as I'm talking about this, that there's something that came to your mind that you want to do, but you have probably been too scared to try it or you've been procrastinating or trying to talk yourself out of it because either other people don't think it's a good idea or they don't understand it and they haven't validated it. Yeah, I'm talking about that thing. You know what I'm talking about. I'm challenging you to go do it. At the end of the day, you have to answer to you and no one else. So if you want to do it, just go do it. And don't put pressure on yourself to like come out with some grand experience or anything. Just take the first step. You want to try it, just try it. Even if it doesn't work out. Remember what I said earlier. Sometimes what you want to do in the moment might not be something that you do for the rest of your life. It might just be a stepping stone to give you the experience and the skills that you need in order to do what your actual calling is. But like I said, you just have to keep an open perspective and welcome the lesson if it doesn't work out instead of being hard on yourself and feeling like you failed. But ultimately, you just have to go do it. So I hope this episode encourages you to step outside of that box that you placed yourself in and to just explore new things in order to figure out what it is you want to do with your life. And I want to remind you that it's okay to not know and to just understand that your life and your success in life is about the journey, not the destination. Easier said than done, but it's something you constantly have to remind yourself so that you don't get caught up in telling yourself, well, I'll be happy when I accomplish this goal or I'll be happy after I make this amount of money. No, you won't. It's about the journey, not the destination. So I challenge you to step outside of your comfort zone and do whatever it is that you've been meaning to do. And not worry about what other people are thinking. Not worry about what the status quo is. Just focus on what it is that you want to do. And just give yourself a chance. Just give yourself a chance and keep an open mind. That's all I have for you this week. If you liked this episode, please make sure you leave a 5-star rating on Apple Podcasts. 
and share it with anyone who needs to hear this as well. As always, I appreciate you tuning in every week to listen to me and to take accountability of your life. I'm proud of you for doing that in case no one else has told you. And make sure you tune in for next week's episode. It's going to be all about how you can essentially automate your whole process of leveling up and becoming that best version of yourself. And you can also apply it to accomplishing whatever goals you may have, big or small. And I'm telling you, this is going to change your life because it changed mine. So make sure you tune in next week, Sunday. Thanks again for listening, and I will talk to you next week. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.